0: This is The Waycast is a podcast where we recap every Star Wars episode as it's released on Disney+. Plus, This is your spoiler alert, and you have been warned. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of This is the Waycast, the Bad Batch edition. I'm Sarah Edwards, the resident Star Wars writer at Boardwalk Times.
1: And I'm Giovanni Delgadillo, a columnist and podcaster at Boardwalk Times.
0: Today we're going to be reviewing episode 4 of Bad Batch season 2, which I believe was called Faster. We have our first filler episode of season (laughs) 2.
1: Yeah, it's funny to say that, but I mean, at least it features a character that we were saying needed more screen time and more attention so I guess yeah, absolutely it's, yeah more of him more of tech so it's like all right but yeah you're right first one
0: yeah the premise of the episode is that Sid has to repay some debts after going to a race and after she's taken captive Tech wrecker and Omega have to set her free and I this was just this was just an all-tech episode we I don't think he's ever really had a spotlight
1: yeah like I I always forget he's the pilot of the group so the fact that he yeah. gets to show that off on top of of like his logical strategic brain for an entire episode i really enjoyed i do think the whole like thing with sid was a little bit almost too cheesy like having omega be like oh we need to go on this like ridiculous bet or whatever that gets tech to fly but yeah it was it was yeah i mean tech <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like he we, we had said before that him and echo didn't really get much to do in the first season here they are and doing other stuff in fact one of the best like jokes in the episode well, not like literally a joke, but it was like, okay, this is pretty funny. Is when they say that Hunter and Echo are off doing basically uber eats, which I, I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's pretty funny. Like, you imagine these two, like the edgiest characters in the group, um, going on this mission together, which I'm like, hmm, I'm actually curious to see their dynamic considering
0: me too. Yeah,
1: yeah, like something tells me that might be the next episode is them two, maybe not on this specific mission, but maybe if they're like coming back or something because they're the two that were like arguing in the first two episodes about what to do with Omega and what their plan is. So yeah, that's interesting that we get to hear about their dynamic, but we don't get to see them, which in most TV shows, that's like, okay, that's because they couldn't get the actors or something. But the fact that Dee Bradley Baker plays all of them, (laughs) it's like, okay, it is, it does feel a bit weird to have them off screen completely.
0: To be honest, I feel like the best way to have gone about this episode would be if they didn't really focus on Sid and uh Star Wars version of Jumba from Lilo and Stitch.
1: Oh my god, I'm i I feel like
0: the scenes where we had those two could have been better filled with Hunter and Echo's story. I think it would have made the episode feel a little less fillery. I really liked that they focused on tech, but I think the parts about the bed and oh, they'll see the real Sid and it's like, well, haven't we already seen the real Sid like a handful of times? So it's like, what are What are we doing?
1: (laughs) I mean, it's like you said, we get the big Jumba guy. Dolatins seem to be appearing a lot more often. I was going to mention this. uh, I'm surprised this episode took a turn because at first I thought they were going to do pod racing and I could have sworn there was pod racing in one of the trailers. Maybe I'm wrong. So when they invented this new kind of racing, it's basically Mario Kart. I was like, (laughs) oh, wow, this is actually really interesting. But with that being said, there are a lot of prequel and sequel things in this race, which I was like, oh, cool, because the Dawitans are a race that were invented for the sequel trilogy. I don't think they're an old canon at all. So they've been appearing mm. in new canon on and off, like the ninth sister in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. She was also one. And that was like one of the coolest parts of the game. So I think it's pretty cool that we get that because we also get one of the racers is the same species as one of the ones from the pod race all the way back in Phantom Menace. It's like, oh, you get this Phantom Menace and then we get an Attack of the Clones reference with the uh what is it, what are they called protocol droid with the battle droid head yeah pretty funny and then all these other random weird looking protocol droids and then of course we get to teo which i did not know this uh so i guess i should say for people who don't know teo was voiced by ben schwartz and if you don't know who that is he's a up and coming well not up and coming he's been around for a while but he's a lot more popular now a comedian who also does voices he was or he is sonic in the live action Sonic movies, and the dude is really funny so I was glad to hear him and
0: I recognized his voice
1: yeah he put it on Twitter that he was really excited to be doing droids and that he really liked doing Teo which honestly for me the funniest scene in the entire episode I mean I'm pretty sure that was by design is the one where Teo gets run over out of nowhere (laughs) that was way too funny I was like the entire episode builds up to tech being the one to pilot so when they rebuild Teo I was like really I know it was yeah like
0: I really liked the comedic time of this episode, yes. I feel like where there were jokes, they hit. They really kicked it off. So I will say, while this wasn't nothing really happened in this episode, they at least did good with the comedic timing, and you know, it, it at least giving us a fun character after three episodes of really intense storylines.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm glad that it was a fun guy performing it. It's kind of like how they have Seth Green doing Toto. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like to like get just a comedian to do a funny droid. It's like okay. Okay, that's typical now, but I still think it's novel and cool. Uh like yeah. the race itself was fun. The music was pretty interesting. They went full electronic at one point when tech is about to win. Yeah.
0: It's funny because I feel like electronic is not really a genre of music that Star Wars does, despite being a science fiction and kind of sci-fi techie show. I like that the music doesn't really reflect that, but in this instance, like I can understand why they went with that music style.
1: Yeah, and people are already making memes about it. Like, like the same thing happened whenever uh, the episode of Andor dropped where he goes to Nyamos and they play the Nyamos track and it's yeah. very like, you know, techno dance music and mm-hmm. people were going crazy with the memes. They're already doing the same thing with this tech sequence. So, yeah, I, I really I think it's like you said, Star Wars is sci fi fantasy with like an asterisk because they occasionally yeah. delve into one over the other. So like, for example, I consider Andor more science fiction, but then I'd consider like the Skywalker saga more fantasy. Um, or like a blend. I agree with that, yeah. So yeah, it's it's like you get these different aspects. So this show, I think, has done a good job doing both. So getting this kind of music makes sense, especially because tech is a science character. That seems to be a, a trope now in film music is if the character is a scientist, their music is more, more electronic and less orchestral. But it works. Yeah. I thought it was cool.
0: I did kind of like that we, I, I, I guess with the whole show, I like that we're getting a little bit more of a glimpse of what regular people do in Star Wars so for example like people are just coming here to bet and watch a race Um, there's nothing exciting about it there's no like scheming behind it It, it's like your typical uh, outside race and it's kind of nice to see that people are still trying to have fun especially with everything going on with the Empire at this point in time Um, I also like that we're starting to see more people who have been affected by war that aren't clones, droids or some kind of involvement with the Republic or Separatists whatsoever it's just regular people and this is how they were affected. I really hope we get to see more of that because I remember when they were pitching the second season to the world that they said they had to show this transition of the Batch having to become humans and regular people rather than soldiers, whereas Crosshair is still trying to find his place in the Empire. So I think they're starting to hit that. Um, I think the only thing that throws off that is the missions that they do for Sid.
1: You're absolutely right. And I'm glad you're pointing this out because I made a connection when you were talking about the racers and the fact that there's people just having fun out here, something interesting in a collect like <clears throat> this like random connection to Solo. I don't know if you remember the droid in Solo where she was all about like droid rights and and how oh, droids yeah. were like all slaves or something. I found it pretty funny that in this episode, we do get to see basically what she was talking about, where you have these droids who are really good at racing, because like Teo explains, you have to calculate on the fly because it's so fast. Um, Unlike pod racing, which was was all you know aliens and then you have anakin who is very force sensitive so of course he was able to beat them so i thought it was pretty funny to have actual just straight up droids here so it's like you're basically betting on ai but that means that droids in the star wars universe really are more attuned unless they're like (laughs) just there to race the vehicle like with you know statistical perfection or like statistic perfection or whatever they want to say but either way i I do think that's pretty cool that despite all the empire and stuff going on. It's like you said, we're showing normal people and then we also get these droids. So it's like oh, well, what was happening to droids? Because I, like mm-hmm. I, I think her name was L3. Yeah, L3 was all yeah. about the droids like in the galaxy are getting oppressed. So it's like, well, yeah, we need to see that. We don't get to see that often in other Star Wars media except for like jokes with C-3PO. So I think this is pretty interesting.
0: I wonder if that's what the premise is going to be for that one show where R2 and 3PO have to help out a droid complete its mission. I, I completely forgot about this series until you were talking about droids rights. But I wonder if that's what their premise is going to be. Like they're exploring the abuse that droids face and how, you know, they do all of this work, but they have no rights. They don't get to do anything. That that would be a pretty interesting concept for a show.
1: That actually is really funny. The more we say this all out loud, it's like this is such a like ridiculous concept because it makes sense on paper, but nothing in Star Wars has ever indicated that droids are anything. More than like, you know, there to service the, the story, really. Yeah. So it's like this door is locked. Okay, droid, you fix it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but but what's funny yeah. about it, like like I said, just speaking this all out loud, I was just thinking, and then it slipped my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've so I've been re-watching the Clone Wars, as you all know on this podcast. But what was interesting, I was watching uh landing on Point Rain, which is one of my absolute favorite episodes in <sighs> the entire series. It's so good. And Anakin and Ahsoka are treating the whole thing like a game. And and Obi-Wan, uh, mundi and Luminara all are very critical of that. And I started thinking, I was like, wait a minute. Like, yes, there's death and destruction. But the battle droids don't really have a conscience necessarily. And mm-hmm. they're not like a real race. Unlike the clones, who are also created for the war, but they're sentient. And they don't have like... that. That's why this show is so interesting. Because unlike the battle droids, which are decommissioned, and they're like relics. In this show, it's like, no, the clones are real people who are trying to figure out what's going on so in that episode Anakin and Ahsoka are like oh we're just gonna count how many kills each of us are getting whereas I don't think they would be doing that if they were like fighting you know humans because that's pretty sadistic so yeah yeah that that, like took a turn for like has nothing to do with this episode but I mean I guess it kind of does because droids but whatever (laughs) (laughs) because Teo you know oh I'm the best racer ever like whatever
0: (laughs) I loved his comedicness he was so funny he was so cocky Teo is an artist. I, I just liked that the this was definitely different for the batch because, you know, these people are just here to race and these droids are like, yeah, so we get hurt, whatever. There's so much just like, we're just here to race, we're just here to do whatever, that it kind of throws the batch off because I feel like they always have the mindset of we must be, the corporate mindset of we must constantly be doing something. We can't just be sitting around. And I feel like when they are just sitting around, so whenever there are these random missions where some of them go and some of them stay, they're kind of just hanging out at Sid's bar which I think is just so I kind of like that it's putting them into a little bit of uncomfortable spaces
1: yeah I'm like super uh, like into this whole thing of them not just what, what am I trying to say like them being like it's like you said they're they're sitting at this bar and they they can kind of have a hideout but I still think as we've discussed before it's like okay where's the common like where is your real home like when are you gonna find a place yeah that isn't Camino because it feels like that should be the main plot because that was okay this is all starting to click with me uh as the series is going along there was a critic on twitter um whenever bad batch was first released to critics who said that the show was as fun as the original season but that fans of the overarching story in the original season may be disappointed because there isn't anything like that and i'm starting (laughs) to see that like i do think the individual episodes um can have have really good moments and none of them have been bad so far Uh, it's just crazy that we have something like the solitary clone which is more along the lines of what you'd expect the main story to be a focus on Uh, because even rebels every season has like a main objective where it's like okay we need to defeat this big bad guy or okay we need to like find a place to set up a rebel base so here the fact that they're just going on these uh, video game missions a la mandalorian is interesting although i will argue that i kind of like the fact that this is an animated series that can get away with that. Because I for me it's always bothered me that The Mandalorian is only eight episodes and they do stuff like this in such a short runtime. So yeah, I I think it works for this series. And I do, like I said on the first episode, I do think the finale is going to be the they're the last two episodes that they didn't give to the critics are going to be where like all the main plot stuff unfolds. Mm-hmm. And and I still think we're going to get a lot of highlight episodes. It's like we said last week. We knew that we weren't going to get anything crazy this week because we just got yep. that banger freaking episode last week so it's like no there's no way they follow that one up with another one like that we have to have like some form of either the bad batches story or like a filler so we got the filler so we'll see what happens next week because there's no indication of what will happen
0: yeah absolutely and that's interesting because I don't remember hearing that comment about like if you if you're there for the original plot then it may disappoint you which worries me because I was really excited to see like okay where's the batch going so a little bit on my toes now but we really don't have a season objective yet nope at what they're trying to accomplish like you're right with rebels it's always identified in at least the first few episodes where the season is going usually like the first or second um but this one we don't really we just see the bats trying to make money and we see crosshair trying to make his way back into the empire so i'm sure it'll formulate as we go but i'm hoping we don't have to wait like
1: until the very end i know right but i don't know it's like as long as we get this mix of like quality episodes it's like the clone wars it's like you're always gonna have like those episodes that are like eh like maybe yeah. these aren't that good uh, i think unlike the clone wars though because this show is smaller scale in terms of like ambition because it's not trying to be the clone wars um and it yeah. never was it, it's like you can't really have like the stuff that that makes uh people like get all like starry-eyed they just stare at the screen like when when you're a kid you see the big battle scenes so yeah. regardless of like whether or not the episode features jar jar you don't care because it's like ooh laser guns and lightsabers <laughs> so <laughs> There isn't really too much like that in this show necessarily. So it's kind of like a cheat code in the Clone Wars that they get to do that. But yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see, I guess. Cause in my rewatch of the Clone Wars so far, um, save for maybe the two Jar Jar episodes in season one, and they're not even that bad. Like, and uh this is me they're
0: really not.
1: Yeah, like like I'm rewatching the series after having paused my rewatch a long time ago now. So I'm maybe forgetting some of those earlier ones, but from what I've seen in late season one, beginning season two every episode has been like, okay, this show is really well made like for its mm-hmm. time. Like obviously they improved the animation way, way more in like to season three and beyond now. But in terms of like straight up entertainment value, none of them have been bad and they all build up different parts of the story like Ahsoka, Anakin, Padme, uh, Obi-Wan obviously. So yeah, I think we're gonna get more of that in maybe later seasons of this show. Yeah. But I do see that being a big difference is that that show had the, context of the big war and like showing the clone wars and big conflict. Uh, I just repeated that twice, but, but big <laughs> but yeah, like, war It scenes. wasn't
0: really meant to be like a focus on one group and one yeah. storyline. It was meant to show the entire galaxy while this one war was happening. And I think that's the magic with that show is it really gets to play around with different concepts, different storylines. Rebels was also a little more focused. It was meant to follow this one group of Rebels. And Bad Batch, I would say, is on the equivalent level of what Rebels is. It's focusing on Absolutely. one group it has one main objective Um, whereas Clone Wars has multiple objectives like a season didn't necessarily have to be one long story
1: yeah exactly exactly and I think that's where let's hope that next week we get some sort of idea of like where this is going or if it's just another little adventure it's like okay hopefully it's a bit more exciting and has more character development than just something like let's kill some bugs in a mine yeah or, <laughs> let's get a pet rancor that we never see for the entire rest of the season <laughs> like or, or that was supposed to be like Java's Rancor, right? Like, I don't know. That kind of stuff is like cute, but it's like, okay, I, I kind of want more substantial stuff. So hopefully, Tech getting cheered on. Uh Oh, you know what? That'll be it. So speculation time before, before <laughs> we're done talking about this episode. Now I now I make the connection. The fact that Tech becomes a big celebrity might be an issue, like for Why? the Batch. Because yeah, oh! Rampart thinks they're all dead, right? And so he's going to be like, hmm. I
0: totally didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, he, he's seems like this
0: race i don't know if it's necessarily like intergalactic yeah
1: no probably but you're not, right but that yeah. could
0: absolutely have accidentally given them away
1: it's exposure that's that's something that i will say rebels did really well is it would have episodes like this but then there would always be a detail that would get picked up later i think this is the detail i hope so, so because yeah. that
0: would be a good detail to have because yeah they're trying to keep it on the down low they're trying not to get exposed and tech could have ruined that for them and especially because because he honest. used his real name. He didn't go he didn't come up with some other funky code name. That I did think it was really funny when they're like, All these droids have a cool name and then just tech.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. And he's just tech. Tech. So
0: yeah, oh, that could be it. Do you, now, do you think who who would that get them in trouble with? Because Rampart doesn't really seem to want to acknowledge that the Bad Batch could still be alive. He's kind of like, no, they're dead, and I'm happy to just push them under the rug. And I don't know about Crosshair, but like who who would really be after them?
1: My guess, it would be Rampart. That's like who I think. It, but like, he would probably send, maybe not Crosshair, but Crosshair would get wind of the mission is my assumption mm-hmm. and like be like, hmm about it he would send Mm. some troopers out to to attempt to kill these guys like that would be my assumption because like like we've been saying he's very like uh the the empire can't know that i failed them in this one specific case true so yeah that's all i can think of right now but we'll have to wait and see obviously if that even pans out but that would be a smart way to make an episode that looks like filler still important
0: yeah and i really hope that bad batch kind of continues on with that rebels trend because i think that's what i liked most about rebels is nothing was filler nothing no episode was not important it all had some contribution to the main goal and I really hope that Bad Batch and other Star Wars shows just follow suit with this
1: yeah absolutely so let's just fingers crossed let's hope for more more of that like connection Um, and hopefully next week we get some sort of more plot stuff I guess or character development for the whole batch I'm really glad that we did get this episode to celebrate tech so let's hope for more of that
0: yeah absolutely with that we'll be back next week to see if we get another fillery episode or if we're going back to Mr. Crosshair. But with that, thanks for listening to another episode of This Is the Waycast. For more Star Wars content, head over to boardwalktimes.net and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Boardwalk Times. This is the Waycast as a Boardwalk Times production, produced and edited by me and Giovanni Del Gadio, and music by Kevin McLeod.